Good morning. Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. This is episode number 23, Seeing Past Our Current Situation. There is a saying, and I probably haven't quoted this correctly, but something like, insanity is believing that doing the same thing will bring a different result. And I think I often get caught in that same form of insanity. So often we um, keep pushing ourselves and you know trying hard to fit more and more in and to accomplish what we need to, and believe that we're going to get a different result from the one that we've already that we've always had. So we need to work out the direction that we're going and how we're going to get there, and we need to make smart goals, which we talked about, which is simple, measurable attainable, realistic and timely and we need to itemise what we will do and when. So we need to make a list and I'm included here and start working on the list. So I think I've used this example too but I'll just refresh a little. There was a man that um, had a job um, carrying buckets of water to people and he you know, worked on that six days a week and then he decided that it, that it was hard work and he wanted to build a pipeline. So he, on every spare moment that he had and with every little bit of spare money that he had, he used these resources to build this pipeline. And eventually once the pipeline was built, it enabled him to be able to do more things and he still could earn the money that he earned from his bucket job, but he didn't have to do the labour-intensive work. So I see that that's what we're doing at the moment. We're building our pipeline. We're still running the bucket job, but we're running our pipeline. And sometimes it's hard to believe we can have a pipeline. So the first thing that needs to happen too when we're seeing past our current situation is to actually accept our current situation, accept the problems, accept where we're at, accept the mistakes or that we've made or other people have made that have led us to the position that we're in and sometimes it's not even mistakes, they're just accidents or there are you know, things beyond our control that happen and we need to be able to accept the situations that we're in and be able to move forward regardless of what has happened. So there was a, at one of our Energy Works um, events there, there was a, a young lady who um, had to come to terms with um, her partner's son and this was a difficult situation for her and she couldn't see past that situation. So we had to do some work on her acceptance of that situation and one of the people in the group you know, piped up that that she needed to be able to accept this young man even if he was a brat. And I think that's sometimes what we have to do with ourselves. We have to accept ourselves even though we may be disorganised or um, inefficient or you know, however we may see ourselves or the things that aren't our highest strength, we need to accept those parts of ourselves that are there and be able to work with them anyway. So acceptance is the first part of the situation. doesn't mean that we have to be happy being like that, but we need to accept that that's how we are at this point in time. One of the things that I find 
wonderful in doing energy work and in helping people is to be alongside someone else's journey. And so other people have done this for me and I enjoy to do this for other people too. And I think um, a lot of us really do want to make a difference in the world. And to be able to do that, we need to help people one at a time. Um, John D. Martini said, um, if you want to make more money, you need to help more people. And so I think that's important too for us to understand that for our situation to change us, we do need to help more people. So that means we need to be in touch with more people and that we need to be able to um, you know, express who we are and what we're going to offer and to start to be offering what we're offering and making that available to people. And we need to make sure that we offer, we ask for the right price and that we have an equal exchange of energy. So there's also that comes up here the thought of identifying with our problem, which we have spoken about as well in the past. But it's like we, we can see ourselves as the sufferer or we can see ourselves as the unsupported or, you know, the only one or the lonely one. And so we can tend to identify with being a particular victim or a particular problem and we get stuck on that problem and seeing ourselves as as that person. So we need to re-identify who we are and who we're becoming. And... It's almost like if if you were to imagine, and Bill Davison uses this technique. He wrote a book called Biocybernetics, and he talks about how your brain is like a computer, and it's like how what you have to put in the computer. So he he would use a way of going through the back door because if you were to say, you know, I'm wealthy or I'm healthy or prosperous or or whatever the thing is that you want to be, often your unconscious mind won't buy that. So he would use this technique to sort of get in through the back door. So he would say, well, how would it feel if you were, you know, wealthy or healthy or organized or whatever it is you want? And of course, because you're not saying that you are that already, it's not so challenging. And then when you paint the picture of how that would feel, your um, unconscious mind says, oh, well, that seems okay then. Because obviously... In the past, we've had some experience that's prevented that from being a good thing to us. So it's like we go against or away from the thing that has brought us discomfort. So, for example, if um, being healthy or attractive um, brought you attention that you didn't want or like, then your body associates bad feelings connected to being attractive. So we need to reprogram our brain so that it doesn't see that situation as challenging. So how would you feel if it helps to bypass that challenge? So the other side of it was he would say, you know, how would you feel, how would you act, and how would you think if you were in that situation? And so we can use that technique to help get around the situation. So, um, you know, for example, how would you feel? Well, he would say, well, how would you walk? How would you breathe? How would you talk? How would you, you know, how would your body feel if you were living that certain situation? 
So it's like you've got to paint the picture to your unconscious mind of how it would feel to be in the situation that you want to be in. So, and having said that, once you have determined how you, how it would feel, and then you would see you know how you would act, so how you would speak to people, you know how you would hold yourself up, you know do you actually see yourself doing it, and the other is how would you um, think and how would you talk if you were if you were in a new situation, and you know what would you be doing to maintain yourself in that situation? So you know if you were and Jarek Robbins also talks about this too. He talks about you know your perfect day, how to itemize your perfect day, who you'd be spending it with, what you would be doing, uh, you know, what all the things you would be doing in that day, and to itemize it, you know, completely and how that whole day would run. And so once you've identified how your perfect day would run, it's like putting the plans in place to get towards that perfect day. And so as we itemise these things and we get around the back door, it's like our our unconscious mind says, yes, well, that sounds really good. Yes, I'd like to go that way. And then we're helping ourselves to get on board towards our own goal. So we just need to clear a bit of energy around these things. So what comes up first is timeline. So something around birth, 11, 15... 19, 23, and this may be different people's lifetimes, 31, 37, and something in the aura. So we can have people having unhealthy connections with us or using our energy in an unhealthy manner. So now, our body of course is here to help teach us lessons. And we've talked about this before too. So the feelings that we have that are uncomfortable or feelings in our body are there to help teach us that we're not quite on the right path sometimes. I allow my body to rest adequately. And often we don't. And I'm guilty of that one. The second chakra. I have the power to choose my reaction to any situation. And we do, isn't it? Often our our reaction tends to be the reaction we've always done, which goes with that quote about the insanity, isn't it? Because we tend to do the same thing that we've already done. I allow others' respect and space to be who they really are. And often we see people in a restricted way too and can stop them from being who they really want to be. And I love my life. So often there are parts of our life that we don't really like. And there are parts of it that we love. And sometimes we complain about you know, the parts that we don't like. But if you were to go and look at other people's packages and their whole, um, what they got dealt out in life, um, often we would choose our own package again because we don't like all the aspects of someone else's package. And it is important for us to uh, recognise the things that we do like about our package and the things that we don't like to see what we're supposed to learn from that situation and move on. Now, I speak up something from when we were four. And the feeling of being so frustrated that we could cry. And this is a generational problem. Dad's side. Dad's dad. And more in the timeline. 
16. And the feeling of disgust at this one. Uh, disgust towards self. So I'll include here I forgive myself. Okay. And now comes into my mind to work a little bit on betrayal here. So when are you not doing, I guess, what we're supposed to do or this God-given thing that we have in our heart to do? It's kind of like a self-betrayal. And then if other people don't do the right thing by us, that could be a betrayal too. But often it's about us, I think, and other people reflect back to us how we feel about ourselves. There's a generational component here. Dad's side. Dad's mum. Her dad. And a feeling of resentment. So it's more sensitive to other people's feelings of being resentful. Now we're going into the throat chakra. So the throat chakra is weakened by the lies that we tell ourselves and the failure to express who we really are and keeping in what we really need to express. And I think a lot of us are guilty of that, particularly um, people that are health workers, um, you know, body workers, mind workers. Um, you know, often we don't want to upset people, we want, don't, want to, don't want them to feel bad, so we often don't say what needs to be said. But I think, you know, if, if you offend someone or you do something wrong to someone, you want to know and you want to fix it up. So I think the same too when we, you know, call out people on, you know, where they're having a problem, you know, not to do it in a critical way by any means, but to speak up and to express the, you know, the feelings that you have about their situation or to express, um, you know, sometimes you can see that someone else's situation could be better by changing. Now, you know, they always have the opportunity to choose to accept that change or not. But if we don't say something, they don't have the opportunity to make that change because they may not see it. So it also involves here expecting a no when we ask for help. And that's generational as well. Dad's stuff. Dad's dad. His dad. Nine generations worth past them. Women. And the feeling of being galled, which is like, how dare you, the height of that person. And that affects the first chakra. I give myself permission to thrive. And often we don't, we, allow, we just keep existing. And let's add in here, uh, others are okay if I thrive. Now we're going up into the seventh chakra. I can see past the minor irritation the minor irritations of life and see the whole picture. And this is Dad's stuff. I clearly see my own divine nature. Sometimes we don't feel very divine. Sometimes we feel very human and full of frailties. And that goes back to Dad's mum. Six chakra. My brain functions optimally. It's safe for me to see the truth no matter what it is. Sometimes that can cut both ways. Sometimes we can't see how wonderful we are and what we're supposed to accomplish, which is a tough thing sometimes because we tend to be stuck in our problems. But sometimes too we can't see the problems and we can't see how sometimes it's our very own thinking or our actions that are causing more of the problem that we're experiencing. 
So, you know, when people don't treat us respectfully, it's because we don't respect ourselves. And when people don't respect us lovingly, we're not loving ourselves and so on. So often if we're having behaviours presented to us by other people, the truth is we think that way about ourselves. And this is generational as well. Dad's mum, her mum. Okay. So the more that we can see the truth in the situation, the more we can make change. And that brings up um, something when we were 22. And the feeling of aggression. It's being sensitive to other people, other people's aggression. So if we go back to the betrayal, let's say I no longer betray myself. That's strong now. I no longer allow others to betray me. I forgive those who have betrayed me. That one's not strong yet. And I forgive myself when I've betrayed myself. Which comes back to birth. And that goes into stomach meridian. And the feeling of disgust and disgust towards self goes into the first chakra. So the first chakra develops between birth and seven. So feeling disconnected from your body comes up here. And some people feel they have to push past their physical problems, which is admirable, but they're, they're not allowing the growth that comes from the problem. Okay, so I forgive those who have betrayed me. Yes, I forgive myself when I've betrayed myself. And let's add in there, I no longer betray myself. That's a bit clearer. And we're going to go into the fourth chakra now. And the fourth chakra is weakened by grief and clinging and loneliness. And sometimes we choose loneliness. We don't think anyone would understand us, no one would want to know our problems. And if, yes, it's a one-way street and we only ever talk, out, talk about our problems and we don't listen to others, it could be like that. But I think most people um, feel... Um, if they hear about your problems, they have a little bit more empathy towards you. And then if you hear about their problems, you feel more empathy, empathy towards them. And not that we want to hold people in that pattern, but as we express our our problems and our feelings, it helps us even see solutions as we're speaking. So we need to find friends and people that are supportive of us that allow us to speak our truth, whatever it is, and uh, support us as we grow through these problems. And then we can offer that to others as well. So we're going into life rhythm here. So it's like um, particular meridian groups. So we've got like earth, water, fire, metal, would represent different organs. So what's coming up here is water, which is kidney and bladder. In this case, it's bladder. And so we can react to our own urine even or our, you know, our own body fluids when we get cranky at ourselves or we get cranky at other situations. So like we talked about being peed off, well, that's, this would be that sort of feeling. And so this goes back to Dad and his dad. Nine generations, group of men. So that affects someone's hip, right hip. Dad's dad. Okay. So I no longer betray myself, that's good. I no longer feel lonely. I allow people into my life. There are plenty of friends there for me. My friends love me and support me. So 
even though you're not here and I can't physically give you something, we can plug in the vibration of something. Or it's like we're, it's as if you've had the feeling of something or the, the frequency or the vibration of something. So we're going to talk about some qualities. So we're going to plug in the enthusiasm of a toddler, harmony of a string quartet. Not that our whole life can seem a bit hum, well, lacking in harmony. Natural beauty of a sunset. So yeah, that's some of Dad's stuff. So we were talking about the bladder meridian having a problem. So it was being affected by the spleen meridian. Six chakras affected here. Safe for me to see the truth no matter what it is, which we have done this affirmation, but there's something behind it. Uh, 16 years old. Okay. I forgive myself for any mistakes I've made in the past. Okay, so that's clear now. I forgive myself for any mistakes I've made in the past. It's nice and strong. I'm free from betrayal. I no longer betray myself. I'm worthy of my own support, love and encouragement. I allow others to support and encourage me. Those that are unfaithful or unloving to me, I release them from my life. I'm free to be me. I'm able to see past my current situation. I accept my current situation. I'm okay with improving my current situation. I'm okay with being the best at what I do. Okay, if I'm the worst. Okay, if I am slowly improving or quickly improving, they're all strong. Okay, well, that's very good. So, uh, thank you to those that have um, posted in the Facebook group this week or, um, you know, suggested topics and things. I appreciate that. makes a big difference to me when I have some ideas to work with and what, uh, sort of knowing what people would like to have cleared. Um, I would like the Facebook group to be a place where we can, you know, express things that we need help with and often I'm not the only person to help, just as we do um, when we do the Energy Works event, um, to fix the problems of the people that are there or to help remove the blockages. Often we need more than me. And each person that comes to the seminar provides their gift and often their words or their intuition will help the group to shift what we need to shift. So it's important that you, um, in your group, you know, express the things that you struggle with, um, ask for help, allow other people to to help you, and, you know, we, we all benefit by that. Um, there will be some more events coming up um, in Sydney at the end of February, and also... Will be in. I'll be in America in in most of March and possibly Canada, and then there will be an event in Sydney in May. There may be an extra event, just a private one, in the beginning of February. So anyone that is interested in the Sydney area, if they can let me know, and I'll speak to the lady that's wanting to organise that. Um, there will also be a business course that I'll be teaching. In June, I haven't finalised the date yet, but you know you can throw a couple of dates and ideas at me. That would be helpful. And if you want to get a group together of people for a seminar, we're kind of setting the minimum at eight. So 
let me know and um, I'm open to travel and to you know to help get the word out there I want each of you to be able to accomplish what you can in life and to be free to move forward and so um, as we clear energy on our goals and the things that we're working towards this, the way becomes clearer and often as we look back over you know the last year we can see how things have changed and so you know being the beginning of a new year sometimes it's good to reflect over the past year and to see the growth and the learning that's happened and to set you know set your intention for this coming year anyway on that note thank you for joining me and um, thank you for those that share the link with other people um, and I'm happy to invite people in and you know they're welcome to join the the, the energy works radio show group anyway on that note thank you all and um, I hope you do have a happy new year and that you're, um, you know, taking, ta- making the most out of this time that you have and enjoying the break. So um, rest, recover and do your best. Bye for now. <laughs>